this is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Hey, good morning. Well, I'm back in one of my favorite places in the whole world, and that is the beach. Uh, There was a tropical storm yesterday and last night that was pretty nasty, and there's supposed to be another one coming through, but right now it's gorgeous. The sky is a bright blue, the water's turquoise, the sand is a pure white, and it's, it's really early in the morning, so there's hardly anyone. In fact, right now I don't see anyone on the beach. It's just a perfect serene day. The last time I was here, I I recorded an episode, and I remember my wife was asleep in the other room. You may remember that. So I had this oddly sounding, quiet, like I'm talking like this, podcast. And today may be weird in a different way, because I literally just got out of bed, made a cup of coffee, and I started up the computer to start recording this. So now I, I listen for just a second and I sound like I'm half asleep, but I don't care. It's time to go geocaching and I'm really excited about it. Now in Florida, up until my last big trip in Missouri where I went out and knocked out a lot of counties, Florida was my number two state with the most counties accomplished. Kansas I'm done with, well Delaware I'm done with, but three counties. Today, I've mapped out in GeoGo a route that's going to take almost 13 hours just of driving. And that is a lot of driving. It's either going to be one crazy long day and night, or it's more likely going to be two sort of long days. Because besides the 13 hours of driving, I've still got to get out and find caches and have lunch and get gas and, you know, all the things that that take place on a long road trip. Some of my friends, not you guys, I'm sure, think I am insane because it took me a full day of flying, driving, Uber, all the crap to get here last night or all day yesterday. And the first thing I'm going to do when I wake up this morning is get in the car and go away from here. And that's okay because I've got a mission. I'm going to go out and knock out some counties. Now, in my route that I have planned, I have 13 counties in the north and the east of Florida. They are 13 of the last 14 that I need in Florida. And I'm pretty excited about, or excited about finishing this because it'll leave me with one county. Now, that county I thought I had. One day I was in uh, Tampa, which I used to be in Tampa every 60 days. But I was in Tampa about three years ago and thought, I'm going to make a big drive. And I drove over to the East Coast and worked my way down the East Coast all the way, almost to the bottom, and had to make a decision of whether to drive on into uh, Key West or to veer over into the Everglades to get that county. Now, I chose the Everglades because I was alone and I wanted to take my wife to uh, Key West, so I thought I'd save that. But there was only one cache in Key West, at least at the time, and it was right on the county line. I got that cache, and it was hard to find, by the way. And then I headed up the West Coast, coming back up to Tampa, knocking out 
the entire southern half of Florida. That is, until I got home and found out that that cash had been drawn improperly in the wrong county, and so I still have that southern tip where Key West is left over. That's okay, because i got to tell you, if I have to fly somewhere to finish a state, which, by the way, I don't ever do that, but I'm, I will in this case, why not Key West? Of all the places to have to drive to or fly to, why wouldn't you pick Key West, right? So I'll save that for my wife and I, but this should knock out everything but that. Anyway, one more cup of coffee, and I will hop in the shower, then I'll hop in the car, and I'll head out um, and start getting these counties. Unfortunately, I have to drive four hours before I'm anywhere I haven't been before. You know, getting counties is a little bit like when I'm out for numbers and not cool, cool places or cool caches, because... I have to drive past tons and tons of really awesome caches in order to get one. And I usually don't pick a good one in the county. I pick one that's super easy, right on the highway if possible, so I can get the day done. So I'll spend, uh, in essence, probably 15 to 18 hours to get 13 caches which I could do outside my condo here if I just drove around for 20 minutes. Okay, I exaggerated, not 20 minutes, but you get the idea. But like all things geocaching for me, it's an addiction, and I'm going to go get those counties because I love seeing the map colored in. Next time I talk to you should be, oh, I don't think it'll be tomorrow, but it might be. But I'll be back in two days, and I'll fill you in on how it went. See you then. Okay, I'm back. Wow, I had a really good time. I want to go back and fix something, a mistake that I made on the first half of this broadcast before I left to go on the trip. And that is, I said there was only one cache in Key West. And of course, there are lots of caches in Key West. I really meant to say in the Everglades. And that may not be entirely true, but when you come in uh, on the highway to the entrance of the Everglades, heading towards the next county, there really was only one anywhere remotely close to where I was coming in, and it wasn't close. And as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, it ended up being on the wrong side of the county line. But I wanted to correct that before I went on. I got a super early start, if you remember, and that was... Uh, I don't know, I think I recorded the first half of that broadcast and was done by 6.30 a.m., so it was an early morning. I jumped in the shower, then I headed to McDonald's, got some breakfast, and started on my trip. And guys, it was, you know, okay. It's never fun. Well, I shouldn't say never, but for me, I don't love being in a car for four hours uh, by myself with no one to talk to. So I just did what I always do, and I started listening to podcasts, and actually, that's what I ended up doing the whole trip. I listened to a crazy amount of podcasts. It was four hours to my first geocache, and I found it with no problem. And in fact, almost the entirety of the day, every geocache I went to was not only there, but it was just super easy to find and get to. 
And that was a little bit surprising because I planned all these caches at home uh, while still in Missouri. So, you know, I, it turned out to be a really good trip. I found that first cache. I went to the next one. And after that first four hours, every cache after that was only about a half an hour. Now, I've done enough counties to figure out that most places that I've been to, once you find that first county, the next county is anywhere from 28, I know that's really specific, anywhere from 28 to 35 minutes. And so about a half hour average to your next cache, and then driving and being alone isn't such a big deal because the day is broken up by getting to do some actual geocaching. I found that pretty much every county that I went to, the cache that I'd picked out was there. And as I said, it was easy to find until I got to one. And, you know, here's the deal. I got to a cache in a county that literally only had three caches on the highway that I was traveling on the entire length across the county. So if this county, if this cache I chose didn't work out, I was going to have to drive a couple hours round trip to get something else really out of my way. Of the three that existed on this road, one was a traditional cache, which is what I chose, and I was a little nervous about it, but it's the one that I chose. The other two were mystery caches. I didn't even look at them because I don't have time to solve mysteries while I'm county caching alone. Well, I got there and I had to DNF that traditional cache and that really had me worried. But I looked at those two mystery caches thinking, I don't know, maybe one of them super easy. They were both challenge caches and I didn't qualify for the first one, but I did for the second one and it was easy to get to and easy to log, uh, catastrophe averted. I was able to log that county and head out. I don't know if I told you exactly kind of how I do this, but I do use GeoGo as to create my routes. And so what I did was is I would open up the map of Florida where I am today. And when I was back when I was in Missouri, and I would turn on counties for the state of Florida. And GeoGo actually shades every county that you found to cash in uh, with a shade of transparent green. So the counties you don't have or whatever color the map you're using is, and then the shaded counties are kind of a, like I said, a transparent green. There's a really cool feature that I did use, and that's I went to groundspeak.com, geocaching.com, and I created a My Finds uh, list. And you can create that every three days. You just go down to pocket queries, and at the very bottom it says My Finds. And when you create that and you download it into your phone that has GeoGo on it, you just uh, go to Manage Counties and GeoGo and load My Finds. And it loads everything you found in the entire United States into the database. What that means is that it automatically shades the counties that you found for you. Uh, and so in the past, we're used to have to go to Project GC, for instance, find out what counties you found and actually manually shade them. You no longer have to do that, although you can. Once you've downloaded that list, which is the way I like to operate in case I accidentally shaded a county that I haven't gotten or that I forgot to shave a county or shade a county that I did get, uh, this gets me all set up to start my day. 
Now, when I'm on the list, every time I log a geocache in GeoGo that is unshaded, it automatically shades it for me. So it, it updates my map as I go. Very, very cool. It was fun to watch the progress. I started out with a lot of uh, white at the top of Florida, and I shaded in huge spot splotches with green as I got counties, and it was fun to watch the progress. I also found something else out. When I was at home searching, I was looking for, I mean, there are so many caches, but I was trying to find things that were on the highway that usually are traditional caches that are one and a half, one and a half or less, and that are easy to find. And if I have a choice, I'll choose a magnetic hint over, you know, in an evergreen, just easy stuff to find. What I find, though, is once I actually get to a county and I search that area, there's usually a whole bunch more caches than what I found at home. So as I cross past this county where I got the uh, challenge cache, the next one I had was going to take me about to the middle of the county, which is often where I create, that's what I usually save is something safe kind of in the middle. But the minute I cross the line, I start scanning for closer caches. And I think a good tip when, when geocaching for counties is to get the very first geocache that's that you're absolutely sure is in the county that's easy because you may get to the one that you had saved and find that you can't find it or that it's hard and then when you go past it there may not be any more and you may have to backtrack so anyway i scanned that county and it was a power trail and not only was it a power trail it's a power trail that went through the next two counties what that meant was i was able to do i think i picked the third one in the list I got that one, logged the county, and because the power trail was a shorter trip into the next county than what I had planned, I saved about 35 minutes. So I went and logged that one, and then as I'm doing this, I'm rerouting in GeoGo. Now, GeoGo creates an actual route that uses Google Analytics to decide the most optimum route that you should take to save the most time. So as I'm getting these caches that weren't originally on my route, I take the one that is in the county I don't need anymore, I remove that, I redo the route, recalculate it, and it gives me a new way to drive, which highways to go on, and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. If you can imagine when you Google someone's address or you use iMaps, you use Siri and say, take me somewhere, uh, this will give you turn-by-turn -turn directions through a list or a route of geocaches. So cool. Anyway, by doing these uh, scans as I got into the counties, I actually ended up sa uh, saving maybe an hour or an hour and a half throughout the day, which was a big deal because it was a long trip. Now, something that you guys have heard me make a mistake on more than once, it's really a bummer, but I can't seem to stop doing it, is I don't like to book hotels on a county run because I want to drive until I don't want to drive. In other words, if it gets stormy and it's crappy out, I may, want to, I may want to take a night off or grab a hotel much earlier than I planned. Or if I think I can keep going, I just want to go till I can't go anymore. 
That's what I did yesterday. So I told you I'd planned to take two days to do that trip. I did not. I did it all in one day. I, I left McDonald's at 7, 24, 7, something like that. And I got back to my condo at just a few minutes before 11 p.m. So that's pretty close to a 16-hour day to get 13 caches. Wow. That, I, I know that sounds crazy. But I don't think you guys think I'm crazy. And if you do, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. So anyway, I got the entire day done. I came back. I made a couple of sandwiches because I literally didn't even stop for lunch. I did have... Uh, I stopped for gas twice and got some snacks at the uh, convenience store, but I made a couple of sandwiches, looked at the map when I was done, and it looks so beautiful now. All I need is one county at the very tip of Florida. Very exciting. I had an amazingly good time going out and geocaching. Yesterday, when I did all these counties, that was like a list that I had made of a goal that I wanted to accomplish, and I accomplished it. Now that that's over with, and I have five more, yeah, five more days here in the panhandle of Florida, my rest of my trip, I'm going to geocache for fun. And not that counties aren't fun, but that was a hard trip. Now I'm going to go out and look for caches that I think are interesting, or just whatever. I'm just going to go out and, and just geocache. And you know what? I think that's what you should do too. So you guys go geocache. I'll go geocache. And I'll see you back here next week. You've been listening to the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. Please subscribe, rate us five stars in your reviews, and tell your friends about the podcast. Now, be good lads and lassies and go and find a geocache.